Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. If you are looking for vendor process training for you or your entire vendor team, head over to my site at DeborahRRichardson.com and click on the Vendor Team Training Solved button to learn more about what is included in the annual plan and also to download a training schedule. Get the training that you and your team needs to avoid payment fraud, duplicate vendors, compliance fines, and more. Payment fraud resulting from receiving a fraudulent request to change vendor banking isn't the only fraud threat to the vendor team members that keeps rising. It's not new, but it used to be rare, and it's back. Job fraud. So if you want to know how it can affect you, your team members, and your company, keep listening. Welcome to episode 197. Is that job posting real? Job fraud is back and can result in fraud to your company. So many of you may already know that I post uh, new scam alerts that I come across and I've been doing that for a few years now. And ever since like uh, right at the beginning of the pandemic, it's been about two to three per week that I post that are relevant can result in fraud right to the accounts payable or vendor team. Now, Many of these frauds, if you go on my site, you can not only register or subscribe to receive the new scam alerts whenever I post them, but you can also search. And if you put in the name LinkedIn, you will find many scams related to LinkedIn. And the last report I saw is that LinkedIn has become the most impersonated brand. And I also posted a new scam alert that said that LinkedIn is considered to be the ultimate phishing tool for cyber criminals or fraudsters. And it makes sense because it's 810 million users on LinkedIn. And so the fraudsters, right, they have a pool of professional folks that they can then perpetrate fraud against. And you've probably come across it too, because there are lots of fake profiles on LinkedIn. And many of those profiles are trying to get you to uh, either buy cryptocurrency or click on a link or download a document that, of course, you know, will release malware. And so LinkedIn, you really have to be careful when you're on 
on there. And I actually did a webinar last week uh, as of the taping of this publication so or of this uh, podcast episode. So I did a webinar last week and it was highly attended and it was frauds that you may have missed or new frauds that you may have missed. And on that list were scam alerts for LinkedIn that I just talked about. But then it was also new scams related to jobs. And so I thought that this may be the perfect time to have a podcast and talk about uh, scams or job scams that are that are going around. All right. So I have three new scam alerts related to jobs that I want to talk about And I believe all of these started on LinkedIn or the two related to specific jobs started on LinkedIn. And then I have one related to uh, LinkedIn. And that's the first one I am going to go over. But I do want to say that I don't think that it is restricted to only LinkedIn. Uh, This can probably happen wherever you can post jobs. It's just that as I stated before, LinkedIn has the highest number of professional users. And so they have a big pool of potential victims. All right. So this first new scam alert is cyber criminals can post jobs on LinkedIn posing as any employer they want. And I know a lot of you have heard of Know Before. Um, before. Uh, They are a security awareness company. They have lots of great training. They're the ones that have the fish ER button. So if you have that on your email, uh, it is most likely Know Before. And so what they have, uh, what they reported is that lacks verification around what company is offering a given job on LinkedIn allows attackers to create bogus job postings for malicious purposes. And I don't know if you've noticed this in the past. This is way before we thought about, you know, fraud and posting the fraudulent jobs. But I remember when I was job uh, job hunting years ago, and I would uh, see a job posting for a uh, great company, right, that I wanted to work for. But then when I clicked on the job posting itself, or even actually you could see it before that because it would not have a valid like company logo. It's that standard default bluish, you know, type logo for the company. And I wondered why. And then when I click all the way through uh, the link, it would take me to the actual company that posted the job, which was like a job search company or one of those uh, platforms that wanted you to register Uh, like a job seeking platform that wanted you to register so they can show they have a lot of folks register and then they can sell uh, space on their site for companies to post uh, job openings. And so I knew that was going on, but it doesn't necessarily lead to fraud because they were just trying to, you know, increase their pool of candidates, or maybe they were just trying to get candidates that they could submit and then get the fee for finding them. So it was sneaky, um, ethical, maybe not, but it wasn't necessarily fraudulent. But now cyber criminals has, have caught on to the fact that they can do that. And so they are posting uh, bogus jobs 
on uh, LinkedIn. And what's worse now is they are taking you or leading you to a portal, one of those employment portals. We all seen those. We all hate them because it always asks us to enter our information that's already on LinkedIn. It takes us 40 minutes and then we never hear from the company again. And you do that a few times and you just don't want to enter into those portals anymore. But uh, the cyber criminals have started using those to get your uh, information and not just your information, but some of those portals, uh, as well as applications in the past, will ask for your supervisor their email address, and their phone number. So they're using those portals and uh, making it seem like, right, it's a legitimate site for your company. Uh, But if you think about it, those portals have all types of names and we don't necessarily know what the valid platform name should be of that particular company's employment portal because some of those portals are on different platforms and that platform name can be in the U.S. URL along with your company name. And how do you know, right, if that's valid or not? So you do need to be careful when you're clicking on those job links from uh, uh, going to a portal. Make sure you look at that job uh, on LinkedIn, check out the logo, click on the company name on LinkedIn, and go to the company page, see how many employees it has. For example, if you're, you know, applying for a position at Amazon and uh, you click through to the company page and it has, I don't know, a few hundred followers and you know that it is not a valid company page. So that's one way you can uh, protect yourself from those fake jobs on LinkedIn. All right. So that's uh, the first new scam alert. Now let's talk about uh, employee employees that actually do fall for that or potential candidates that fall for fake job postings. So this next scam alert is about a job seeker that cost their employer $540 million. Now, how did that happen? Well, it starts off the same way any potential job opportunity may start with recruiters or who the employee thought were recruiters reaching out via LinkedIn with a lucrative job opportunity. But that job opportunity, as you can guess, was at a fake company. But here's the kicker of it is that they went to the nth degree. They worked for that $540 million because they included multiple interviews and it was multiple levels of interviews. And so if you think if you're going through a job process and you're going through multiple interviews, then that seems like normal. Now, I don't know what details may have been red flags. If there were details that would have been red flags that the uh, potential candidate or this employee missed, but what ended up happening is after all of those interviews, they uh, the um, uh, employee was told that they were going to receive an offer letter with generous compensation. But the twist here is that instead of sending the offer letter to that employee's personal email account, right? How many of you guys actually get offer letters for new jobs being sent to your uh, company email? But they sent it to his company email. And of course, when he clicked on the PDF, it 
uh, what he thought was a PDF, it ended up being malware. And it does say that the uh, employee that was targeted was a developer. So maybe that gave extra access to make the ransomware or malware more effective. I don't know. But that did end up costing his employer $540 million because that malware was installed. But the lesson learned here, at least one, and I don't know if there are any other red flags in this process, is that if uh, your employee employees or if you are an employee and you're you know part of this whole great resignation trying to get to that next level uh, that next uh, highest paying position make sure if you receive an offer letter that you do not open it from your company email if that's where they sent it you can always forward it to your personal email anyway I don't know why you would want to get an offer letter in your company email but uh, forward it to your personal email. Now, I don't know what that's going to do to your personal email, but at least it won't cost your employer $540 because they know they couldn't get that much out of you or your employees. All right, so this next new scam alert is actually a flip. So this is if your company is hiring for a remote tech job. And this could definitely affect your company and your employees and you. So this was actually, it came out from the FBI. It was an FBI warning that said crooks are using deep fakes to apply for remote tech jobs. So scammers are using deep fakes to apply for remote technology roles that provide access to corporate IT networks. So according to the FBI Internet Crime Complaint Center or IC3, and this is the place or one of the places where you would go to report any uh, frauds. And so they have seen an increase in complaints reporting the use of deep fakes and stolen personal identifiable information to apply for remote work jobs, mostly in tech. And this is highlighting the risk to an organization of hiring a fraudulent applicant. And they also say that some of the reported positions include access to customer uh, personally identifying information, financial data, corporate IT databases, and or proprietary information. So they're not only working at their jobs on being, you know, cyber criminals, but now they're getting a side hustle trying to get uh, hired at your company and get access to all your uh, personally identifying information, financial data, proprietary information, and more. Now, I thought I would include this one because although this one says that it is or that these cyber criminals are really targeting uh, tech jobs, uh, it could be that because the vendor information includes uh, vendor uh banking details, and we are still in the great uh, resignation. Many accounts payable and vendor teams are really struggling to get those vendor team meeting, uh, vendor team candidates and hire new team members. And so uh, if you're working remotely, you could fall into this category. I know when I was a manager, uh, I interviewed team members and I honestly don't know how uh, it's being done today since I am no longer 
working in corporate? Like if you are remote, are you also um, hiring or interviewing those folks remotely? Is it phone? Is it also uh, video? So you actually see them. How do you really know that they are who they say they are? Uh, and that they're not just being hired to get your customers' PII or financial data, corporate IT databases, proprietary information, and add to the list your vendor banking. Because if they can get in there, become a vendor team member, and they can edit vendor banking, now what's going to happen? So you do want to make sure that you have uh, those internal controls, best practices, authentication techniques, uh, in place so that you can stop not only external fraud, but also internal fraud as well, because not only do you uh, have to make sure that your existing employees uh, don't become fraudsters within your organization, you also have to make sure that new team members that came in just to perpetrate fraud, uh, that you protect uh, your vendor's information from them as well. So as you can see, it is always, or fraud is always evolving. So make sure that you uh, continue to listen to this podcast. And more importantly, make sure that you follow the link in the show notes to this new scam alert page and subscribe so that you can be notified of new scam alerts. So when these come out, you get them. Again, fraud is always evolving. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 197th episode of the Putting the AP in Happy podcast, where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.